0: What? What? Pardon? Yes, well, this is what it's like working with Miss Manners. And also bear in mind when you're listening to this that I got told off a couple of episodes ago for talking with my mouthful when I was eating cake. Welcome to Nothing to See Here with Darren and Stephen, a conversation between two quite brilliant minds. The chilly episode. My thing's not working. What thing? Oh, well, that's better. What thing? What are you doing? Just, you, when you come on, you just definitely, it's just like symbolic of the whole relationship between you and me is that when you come, on, I just get blustered in both ears.
1: How is that symbolic? You've just used words that don't make any sense. Anyway, anyway, you're late. Yeah, I'm
0: trying out a new thing. What? Being Stephen Thompson late? Yeah, I'm seeing how it feels. Feels great, doesn't it? No. It's made me twitch a lot. Um, I don't get how it's symbolic. What, having you blast into both my ears. Yeah. Like every Friday afternoon, I have you blasting in my ears. Yeah. Help me out. All week I have texts, emails, hysterical coming at me every five minutes. I've got quite a lot to talk about this week. Have we? Yeah. Um yeah, that's Saturday morning. Who's in my personal space at 9.30 on a Saturday morning. Who? Why are you eating pickles? No, 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 chilies. No, it's just pickled gherkins. No, it's chili. It's green. Pickled, oh, green chili peppers.
1: Yeah. I don't know if you're aware, but it's been a bit of a difficult day. Has it? I've been a bit busy. Have you? Yeah. And uh, I've not had lunch, so I thought it would be fun to eat a whole jar of pickled chilies throughout this episode, because you know I love chilies, right? So I thought today I'm going to I'm gonna see if during the podcast I can eat a whole jar of pickled chilies. No, that's
0: just disgusting. You'll be sick.
1: Which is obviously a visual gag in a sense. People will trust you because you are the backbone of this podcast. So basically you're going to need to do a report every like few minutes throughout the podcast about how many chilies have been eaten. So far in this first bit, I think I've already done about a sixth of the jar.
0: That's just lost us half the listeners who are going to be feeling so sick at this point that they're not going to want to carry on listening.
1: Right. So anyway, I'm going to have another chilli.
0: So why don't you just go and get lunch? Why don't you just fry yourself some prawns? Well, that's a nice idea. Good, good, good suggestion. Hmm. Um. That's what I'm
1: here for. Anyway, so there's two ways we can go so far. Do you want to talk about your space being invaded by at 9.30 on a Saturday morning? Or do you want to talk
0: about this symbolic thing about me coming in your ears so when when you yeah, let's t- stick to the symbolic thing about you coming in my ears whenever you send me an email uh i get at the bottom in huge great blue letters every single email darren stroke down cheek are raising monies for the large-scale community project the hear with mystery play i think that might have changed, but i don't really care help us towards our target click click here so every time i get an email uh, that's the first thing I see in my face. It sounds like you're complaining about something. And uh, what would I be complaining about? I don't know,
1: but it sounds like a, you've got, got like your little complaining tone on. It's like, and, and you're twitching, your eyebrows are like twitching. It's like you've got, and you're like doing your little shuffly thing. It's like you almost want to do confrontation, but you can't quite bring yourself to do it.
0: so I know is and appetizer, that's a really lovely combination.
1: Chilis and appetizer. You know what? I'm going to put a chili in the appetizer for our on Can you confirm to all of our uh, listeners that there is a chili in my appetizer?
0: Yeah, there's a ch- I'm just feeling sick now. How, how so it gross. If you seriously make yourself ill and spoil this podcast, I'll be so annoyed. How do I do the... What do I do? Do I eat the chili? Do I drink the chili? What do I do with chili and the
1: wine? Uh, the appetizer.
0: Just take it out and don't be so gross. Oh, that is so disgusting. You're going to make yourself ill. Where are we at in our chili thon? You've eaten about a fifth. Why don't you just go and get some food? Uh, so here we are. So now we're doing fortnightly, right? So
1: since we last met, podcast-wise, because obviously we've met in real life, you've had a birthday. You came. Actually, we've seen far too much of each other. <laughs> you also. You, you also came for dinner, uh, which was annoying. The thing is, the irony is, actually, I don't like you very much, but I've seen you more than most
0: people in my life during pandemic. Both of those statements are true. You see, we saw each other twice in about two weeks, and the whole relationship just disintegrated. I, I look, do oh. this with you eating chilies. Would you go and get some food? I mean, chilies. I'm fine. Oh, they're just, you can't eat chilies. They're going to destroy your... Stomach.
1: let's have an update how are we doing in the chili thon
0: oh just i don't know let's cut away a in a bit more darren for, is eating chilies for is eating for, chilies yeah for um in order to make Stephen really angry oh me eating chilies will make you angry yeah
1: everything makes you angry these days yeah, every- <laughs> are you right you're you, you having a pandemic breakdown is that what's happening it's like
0: everything yeah. Horrible, it's to, to watch someone eat a jar of green chillies. Stop eating the chillies. So, in other news... We've seen each other twice. Yeah, and one of those times was you had a you had a little birthday. Well, both of them were quite unpleasant, actually, for me. They were quite unpleasant experiences. <laughs> really?
1: Do you want to say more about that?
0: So, I had a birthday. Yeah. And it's really organised, easy to organize a birthday because you just say, I'm doing something on Saturday. I'm doing something on Sunday because we have to stick to the rule of bloody six. And are you free to my friends? Are you free on Saturday, Sunday or both? And I'll organize something around it. So I get a lovely message from you saying uh, I'm free both days. I can do lunch either Saturday or Sunday. So I organize it all. I say it might be at one o'clock, I'm going to aim to do it at one o'clock, but I can't actually guarantee that because I can only book the table 72 hours before.
1: You're doing, you're making a whole little
0: Mm -mm -mm. narrative
1: up now that you were like, oh, I'm going to try for one o'clock. It might not be one o'clock, yada, yada, yada. That never happened, by the way.
0: I couldn't book it straight. I couldn't give you a a definite time, but I would let you know as soon as I could. I, I was taking issue with, was you just pretending now in this moment, that
1: you were somehow pretending that we were going to meet at one o'clock. That was a... you've just made that up. You've just absolutely...
0: No, originally I said it'd be absolutely. about one o'clock. No, at no point did you... Anyway, nobody has lunch at 12 o'clock. Everybody has lunch at 12 if it's the only time you can get the table because of pandemic conditions, that's so... lunch, that's, that's brunch.
1: Hey you, it's me, I hope you're well. Um...
0: Yeah, uh, got a bit of a problem with tomorrow in that I got class in the morning, uh, so I'm gonna really struggle to get there for twelve thirty. Yeah, so I'd never said anything about twelve thirty ever. I'd all along I'd said twelve o'clock. Thing is, I find it really difficult to listen to you.
1: So the thing is, when somebody invites me for lunch.
0: I presume it's going to be 1 o'clock, 1.15. No, 15. you don't presume anything. When someone invites you for lunch, you come at the time that they've booked the table for. Listen, I know I don't live in Muswell Hill, right? But if somebody invites me for lunch... I I'm- made it clear that it's very limiting because they've only got a certain not- number in the pub that they can seat... And so you can you they are limiting how many people they have, and you're restricted on what time you can book. Saying, I asked for one o'clock because I thought that was a nice time, and they said we can't do one o'clock. It has to be twelve.
1: So as a working class Essex boy, I'm feeling a little bit like uh, you're not letting me talk. What I'm trying to say to you is, I know I'm not up with the whole bourgeois like Muswell Hill Planet Organic Hollywood crowd, but if somebody says lunch to me. I'm thinking 1 o'clock, I'm thinking one i I'm thinking one i I'm thinking one i I'm thinking 2 o'clock. I might stretch it to 2.15, I might stretch it to 2.30. After that, I might be getting a little bit displaced, but I might go as far as 3. However, somebody says 12 o'clock to me, I'm like, that's not lunch, that's brunch. And I didn't even know that word until I was about 19.
0: Well, so you can explain brunch, I've never heard that word. <laughs>
1: You can't play that card with your little Muswell Hill Mary boat. Surely you're brunching all of the time on Muswell Hill. I
0: hate brunch. It's either <laughs> breakfast or it's lunch. There is nothing in between. It actually makes me quite angry. Brunch. Brunch what? The concept of brunch. The concept of brunch what? Is the most unsatisfying. I don't, I don't know who thought it up, but it's just a load of a wank. Because you get up and then you're hungry and then you have to miss breakfast. And then I don't get hungry. And then I've got to eat brunch, which is too early for lunch. So it's complete waste of time. And br- brunch is like 10.30 to 11 o'clock. Anyway, you're wrong. And I all the listeners at this point know that you're wrong. And the reason I keep interrupting you is because the listeners don't actually tune in to listen to you, they listen to, they tune in to listen to me. I even bothered to send you a bloody menu. How nice was that just to check because you're painfully veget- pescatarian just to check that the menu was all right for you.
1: No is a made up word,
0: right? And uh, all I get back is, sweet of you to check, Though no fuck knows what you would have said if I had said no, That shit. So that was nice. Right, so you then say, I thought you said 12.30. I say, listen to the messages. You say, I've listened again. You said 12. So can I obey out yours and then get a taxi over? I mean, it's just so ridiculous. I could, I say I could ask someone if they can swap so they'd come Saturday, new Sunday. You then reply, I can't do Sunday now. The pause there is so we can all reflect on your original text message which said I can do either Saturday or Sunday.
1: What's happening right now is it sounds like
0: you've got a complaint of some sort. but <laughs> The complaint was I had to get up really early on Saturday morning and go downstairs and answer the door when somebody knocked on it and open it and see your face. And that's a complaint. It was your birthday. I turned up with a very beautiful
1: birthday present, and I turned up with my beautiful self. It's like, actually, what more could somebody want on their frigging birthday than me turning up with some presents and some joy? If I'd had longer, I would have tidied your house up.
0: I knew I'd get stick about the estate of the flat, so I had to tidy up. I had to get up really early, put all my underwear away, because that was drying. (laughs) Because Friday's wash day. And anyway, so no, going outside, I had to get up really early, and I've got your face on the doorstep that I then have to entertain, and then I have to leave you in my house flat on your own, doing God knows what, probably going through my underwear drawer, because apparently you were doing some course in Icelandic or something, which is absolutely no use to anybody, so I don't believe you're doing anything other than you just wanted to get into my flat. Mm-hmm. I... Then, then you came to the party, and then everybody uh, charmed everybody. That was a really annoying thing. So everybody thinks you're absolutely marvellous. And I've had texts this morning saying, "Oh, can you send this to Darren, please? Oh, can you send this to Darren, please?" Uh, you know, and you've just you're just gradually taking all my friends away from me.
1: I'm really sorry that I am the likable one in this relationship. I'm really sorry that you are unlikable. And unlovable i'm trying to help you <laughs> you're not those things as you know i love you and that's what you struggle with um so that's not even a funny joke and i hope that you keep this bit in uh but we have had some feedback though do you want some feedback well, i haven't finished yet hang on hang on do you know what i like about today so you've got you've got quite a little shruggy shoulder lots, little bit of like assertiveness, power dynamic going on. It's like you're like a cross between Joan Collins
0: and and Donald Trump. So I then put a picture on Twitter <laughs> uh, of my presence. and what was it you bought me? I can't remember. I know what I bought you. I bought you a book about podcasting. So my friend Betty Stove's eyes on um, Twitter she replied to the picture ah podcasting marketing strategy that was the name of the book truly a gift to delight any lucky <laughs> truly a gift to delight any lucky birthday boy or girl <laughs> so anybody <laughs> anybody who knows my Twitter feed can actually find that because that's real.
1: <laughs> I'm
0: gonna have a chili, oh put the chilies down. Can you just not eat a sandwich or something? um Should we have an update for the chili gone? How are we doing? About half no, no third so um, you did you did buy me a nice present. The fucking podcast book was a nice present, uh which apparently said that I'm your best friend, but I think you might have given that to the wrong person, but I'm keeping I'm keeping it because it's nice. You it didn't know, did it it did actually no. Did you actually bother reading it?
1: No, I didn't get it. Uh, My PA ordered it.
0: Oh, your PA ordered it and she made a mistake, did she? Or was it he? Yeah, that's a bit sexist. So it says, a friend is someone who knows you're not perfect, but treats you like you are. That makes you my best and most perfect friend. So I actually don't know who that was for, because obviously it wasn't for me, but I'm going to keep it.
1: Right, let's shake out, shake out, do some shaking out. You're not shaking out? Just for listeners, Darren is
0: shaking out.
1: Can you do some shaking out? Can we please do something with some sort of intonation, some sort of tone, some sort of integrity, some sort of authenticity, some sort of moist authenticity? Can Can you read it again like you have some sort of emotional
0: landscape? Read it like you believe it. A friend is someone who knows you're not perfect, but treats you like you are. That makes you my best and most perfect friend. Kiss. I was, I was very touched by that actually, even oh. though it wasn't, it wasn't for the right person. And you, the, th- the point was you had to buy me a really nice present because of what you did to me the previous week when I was around. What
1: did I do to you the previous week when you were around?
0: Well, and uh, I've got photographic proof of this and it will be going up on the website when the episode comes <laughs> out. Um, I came around and, and you gave me prawns for the third time and um, poisoned me with them. But that's another story. And um, when I got home the next morning, I looked in my bag and I found um, squash banana, a nasty little turnip, turnip, sweet thing, which was all right. I ended up cooking with it. So It was all right. a bashed aubergine. Uh, and some crab sticks, which apparently aren't, aren't crab, which I didn't know. Crab sticks are nutty little bits of fish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that had been out of the fridge for about 24 hours, so that went straight in the bin. Uh, the squash banana had basically squashed all over the inside of my bag, uh, so my bag stank. And just to add insult to injury, there was a packet of border chocolate crumbles biscuits, which were in fact the border chocolate crumble biscuits that I bought you for your birthday. So, you put those in my bag and sent me home with them.
1: Yeah. So, I've got quite a lot of issues with everything you just said. <laughs> first of all, I want
0: my fucking biscuits back. Well, they've been eaten. I'm not happy with that. It's many, 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 many months between you receiving those biscuits and then giving them back to me.
1: Yeah. So, I'd like them back, please. You well, better. I've eaten my biscuits. That's my first issue. Because clearly it was a comedy joke. And I... <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> comedy joke? Comedy joke. I start, every time you come to mine, you get a gift bag. We've talked about that before. This time, I did secret gift bagging in your rucksack.
0: Uh, My what? In your rucksack. Can't even go there. Carry on. So I did comedy gift bagging in your rucksack and...
1: Um, one of the, the, the ultimate comedy thing was the fact that I gave you your birthday biscuits back. I want them back. Um, yeah, but I'm glad you cooked the uh, swede and turnipy thing. That's well, I wasn't going to chuck those away. No. It's a
0: waste of food.
1: Good. Well done. Um, I've got, the other thing I've got a massive issue with is this little pretense that uh, you got
0: sick because I made you ill. Well, so, you're, so you you're, felt- dra- you're dragging that up now. I, I, I barely mentioned that.
1: <laughs> you barely mentioned it. You used your words and said it out loud. You know this is something that you might want to hold on to and learn. This is this is serious now. If we use our words out loud, people hear them, and there isn't any taking them back because we've said them out loud. I just want you I want you to sit with that idea. If you say nasty things to me, it pierces me. <laughs> <laughs> Where it So the thing is, the weird thing about the prawns, which you just had a little passive aggressive dig at the fact that you've had prawns three times. If you're going to come all of the way to South London to come to the high class restaurant experience, it's like don't start complaining and pretending that you've got food poisoning when you and your partner, who was not at the high class restaurant in South London, got some sort of poisoning too. Please do not try to pretend. That the fact that you guys got sick was somehow related to the fact that you took yourself south of the river. That is not true. That is not the case as well, you know.
0: I've read enough Agatha Christie's to know what was going on. And also, would you like to mention the best birthday present I had? Oh, so that's the I-
1: best birthday present. Was the best birthday present not what you had, not a little light that said that you were a really great friend?
0: Yeah, but there was another one that, that Arnold Hurley will get really excited about. And I think you need to, it needs to come from you because Arnold Hurley is a bigger oh, fan I'm, of I'm yours. I'm not going to get through my
1: own ego, my own upset now that I didn't buy you the best present. <laughs> I'm so upset about that. Like that pierces me in the places that it's painful. That actually, my light that, that, that confirmed the light of our friendship the the beauty of our friend I, the fact that my PA uh, they spent at least two or three minutes searching Amazon for that they they wrote they typed in friendship gift ordered the first thing at the top of the they did there was they made a lot they made some basically they clicked a button to get you that I'm kind yeah I'm it, it pierces me that 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 actually somebody that took the effort. To find all of these beautiful amazing Agatha Christie gifts, like somebody that took proper care and proper consideration and properly bought you a properly appropriate present, it pisses me that the fact that my PA took 30 seconds to buy you something powers in in insignificance. I'm really upset about that.
0: Yeah and the thing is I've got no relationship with your PA but that friend who bought me those things has now dumped me uh, and gone off with you as their friend. Yeah, but welcome to the podcast.
1: How are we doing on the chiliathon? by the way?
0: <sighs> Nearly half. You're gonna be so ill.
1: Should we do the feedback section? Wanna know how much you love us? Then give us feedback. Feedback. So Stephen Thompson, it's been a busy two weeks because now we're doing fortnightly. And since we met last time, you've got a lot older. You actually look 365 days older than when I last saw you, which is quite an achievement because you already looked 70. Um, Arnold Holy's been in touch. You just raised your eyebrows. (laughs) Do you want to explain why you just raised your eyebrows? (laughs) And now you're laughing. Anyway, Arnold's been in touch. Uh, They say, and this was a tweet, they say, this is my first ever twerk, still listening, just wanted to let you know. So bless Arnold for that, because obviously it's not a twerk, it's a tweet. But they're making an effort and I I, I appreciate that. Uh, thank you, Arnold. Uh, we've had an email from London Zoo, from Gareth at London Zoo. He looks after the giraffes, by the way. Basically, he was asking us to, to get over this prejudice that we have around the whole t thing. That's, that's my pronunciation of what he wrote, not what he wrote. Anyway, Gareth wrote, can you stop pretending that everybody that works at London Zoo uh, does the alliterative thing? He was like, actually, if we talk about the people that work with giraffes, uh, it's not just Gerald, actually. It's Georgina, it's Gary, and it's Jackie. She's the intern. So just so you know, not everybody that works with giraffes is called Gerald. Please get over your prejudice. P.S. Darren really love your voice.
0: Oh, I see. So someone criticises you, and then they say something really nice at the end, and so that just brings everything back to square one again. That you're the loved one.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure what your point is. but no, anyway. I, have,
0: I have no idea what my point is either. Carry on. We've had
1: we had an email from Kosana Rupa. Uh, Kosana says, "Stephen, it's about time you discovered the joys of anal beads. <laughs> Analyse that." Stephen, um so uh jesse cronson sent a text request please on your next podcast could you please discuss tupperware in more detail as it's one of my favorite topics and i'm not joking and uh jesse cronson also gave us a kiss which is nice we had some tweets from uh ee so of course this is about uh i think it was a little while ago now this is about the fact that steven spent a week thinking that his new phone was waking him up when in fact it wasn't his new phone that was waking him up it was his old phone in a different room so he sent just to remind everybody of the
0: stupidity of my co-presenter you and weren't, what you weren't even listening you actually told me that you weren't listening to that section of the thing because you were fuffing around trying to find a sex fact yeah but
1: unfortunately being the consummate professional that i am i've listened to it about 18 times since. So one of us takes this very seriously and one of us boats for the whole of the week on Muswell Hill Mary and then tries to pretend that brunch is lunch.
0: So when you were growing up in Clacton, you were having brunch every Sunday, were you? No, that's my point. We didn't even know what brunch, we couldn't even spell brunch.
1: Let alone alone pretend that lunch was brunch.
0: (laughs) So... So so why, when I suggest a 12 o'clock not mentioning anything about brunch, because I hate the concept of brunch, do you presume that it's a brunch? Actually, do you know what? You misadvertised
1: your birthday, uh, but I felt manipulated and oppressed into coming to it. I thought I was coming for a nice lunch at a nice pub, but no, instead I get slotted in between, and this is how fucking autistic and only retentive you are. It's like most people are like, do you know what? I'd like to spend some time with you on my birthday. Come over for my birthday. You're like, do you know what? I'll see you between 12 o'clock and 1.55. Sometimes I sit on the toilet for that long. That's not That's not true. It's quite funny, but it's not true. Uh, however, it ain't lunch. It's brunch at best.
0: Right, listeners, there's a lot of bitterness being spewed out here. And um, you can always tell when it's bitter because it goes into the Clacton Essex. Uh, accent and the point was, it's a very, it's a successful pub, very nice. They're very, very limited because of COVID restrictions on booking people in, and so they therefore give you a two-hour slot so that they can, or a one-hour, fifty-five-minute slot so that they've got time to clean the tables thoroughly for the next people. And as it happens, we weren't kicked out at one fifty-five because they're not the sort of people that just kick you out for the sake of kicking you out. So yeah,
1: so I'm sad that you felt the need to contain our friendship between 12 and 155. I think it says a lot. I think it speaks volumes. Um, Basically, I'm heartbroken. How are we doing on the uh, tea by the way? Oh, it's empty, you've eaten them all. Almost, I think there's two left. That's a whole jar of pickled cheese. Um, Should we go back to the feedback? We got very distracted from the feedback today. So there's been requests. Uh, that I do my avoidant poem. Um, let's see, you know, if you basically listeners, if you, you know, I think if we get to a certain level of requests, I'll, I'll do the avoidant poem, but I'm not just gonna, just because a couple of people have asked for it, uh, I'm not gonna do it because that's a bit indulgent. A um, couple of emails, one from, uh, which is, this is about my duvet complaint. Uh, MADUP says that uh, apparently, my complaint to the duvet company stank of Arnold Holley's complaint to you. I'm not really sure what that means. Imagi Ned said that, on a similar, Imagi Ned said <laughs> that my complaint to the duvet company was frighteningly similar to, to Arnold Holley's complaint about you. I'm not sure what either of those mean. Can we talk about the tweets from E.E. E. Samson This is about the fact that you spent a week thinking that your new phone was waking you up every day, despite the fact that you hadn't set an alarm on your new phone. Don't sigh. I am not apologising for the fact that you are pathetically managing your life in a stupidly pathetic way. I'm not apologising for that. So do not sigh at me for your own stupidity. Um, So he tweeted complaints to Ian Samsung, who, to their credit, were very lovely and really tolerant and very generous. I mean, fair play to them. However, he then did a podcast where he confessed that he's an idiot. Obviously, they listened to the podcast. He's yawning, by the way. (laughs) Get a move on. I'm I'm enjoying this moment. Um, So, anyway, Derek, customer services, says, Stephen, with regards to your tweets, you're a twat. That happened. Uh, a couple of hours later Karen, who is the customer service manager at ee and Samson, she tweets Dear Stephen Thompson I love it when people use both of your names. She says uh, I really want to uh, profusely uh, apologise for the inappropriate message uh, from Derek. It's not okay. That is yawning again, by the way. <laughs> yeah. So Anyway, I'm really sorry for Derek's... Yeah, profusely, I'd like to... See what you've done with your yawning now. What's happened with your yawning is you've implied with your yawning that I'm making this up. Uh, this episode's racing away from us. Should we do some... Uh, do you want to do a promote?
0: Yeah, let's do a promotion. Are we tossing a coin? Genuine promote or... Indulgent gloat. Beds of
1: heaven, beds of heaven, sleep for now and evermore. Sleep for now and evermore. Have you ever purchased a mattress and found, after a couple of months, it soon starts to sag. You go from having a brilliant night's sleep to suddenly finding yourself repeatedly waking up in the middle of the night. Well, no more. Put an end to endless nights of bad sleep. Get yourself down to Beds of Devon and uh, and obviously online too, of course, at bedsofdevon.com. Affordable, high-quality beds, affordable, high-quality mattresses and equally as important, high-quality service and beautiful duvets. I can personally vouch for and passionately recommend the Devon tea cream queen size duvet. And if you're after a bit of luxury for your bedroom, how about the clotted cream duvet cover set? Ask in store for Brendan and mention the nothing to see here podcast for a 10% discount or enter nothing to see here in the checkout page online for a 10% discount. But personally, I'd recommend getting to Cockington in person and meeting Devon beds manager Brendan who is easily one of the loveliest guys I've ever met that side of Stonehenge that Stephen Thompson is our promote for today
0: what 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 are beds of Devon giving us in exchange for us promoting them on the podcast
1: well for a start I got a very beautiful Devon tea cream queen size duvet through the post a what
0: a Devon tea cream yeah not a Devon cream tea, a Devon tea cream. Uh, You've got a duvet and I've got nothing. What's your point? That we've got a sponsor yep. and that you're taking all the sponsorship gifts. What's your point? So I'm left with nothing. What's so all point? the editing and the hard work that I put into this podcast week after week, I'm just kicked in the teeth, thrown out of my front door, lying in the gutter, duvaless, while you are snuggled up, ready for the winter, hibernation. I bet you've got a summer and a winter one they've sent you on as well, haven't they? Yet again, the person that does the hardest work on this podcast is left without anything.
1: Oh that's your point. You're Whereas, implying sorry if I if I may speak, I know I'm not from Muswa Hill. If I but if I may speak, Your Honor. So you're implying that somehow you feel a little bit left out or undermined by the fact that you didn't get sent a duvet or a duvet cover
0: No I'm not implying anything at the sort I'm implying I'm a lot feeling a lot left out. Did you have a duvet debacle? You see I was very traumatized over my phone. I didn't get any phone sponsorship but if I had, I would have immediately said there's two of us uh, could he have a phone as well uh, in exchange for us promoting you? just so that you wouldn't feel left out and exposed in the way I am feeling now. Can we just all acknowledge that we've got a sponsor? Anyway, I feel we're missing something this week. You? Yeah, what are we missing? Well, we're missing a sex fact, aren't we? Sex fact, sex fact, here's a sex fact. The penis of the elephant true is shaped just like a spoon. Oh, I heard that one. That was enunciated quite well. The penis of an elephant shoe is shaped just like a spoon
1: a well done granddad for using your ears I need to do some drilling uh in some chili inspired drilling so we need to do two things before I do the chili inspired drilling we need to acknowledge how many chilies are left in the jar and we need to acknowledge how much money we've raised for uh why what what charity are
0: we raising money for uh isn't it Isn't there a theatre company called um, something that we were raising money for? I I forget the name.
1: Anyway, point is, we've raised dickle money uh, because this isn't live. So you can't raise money doing a podcast. You could uh, donate posthumously. We haven't raised any money so far. But what we can acknowledge is how many chilies
0: are left in the jar. Well, there's something swimming around at the bottom, which could be a dead fish. I don't know what it is.
1: Oh it's like it's the end of a chili. I'm not even sure I can get to it. You don't
0: bother then. I'm just gonna drink the juice. Oh please don't. I'll, I'm just gonna end it if you're gonna drink it.
1: I'm not gonna no because that would <sighs> uh, Stephen Thompson, go-in- can we just acknowledge that the pickle jars empty?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I've got drilling. <laughs> uh.
0: Say hello to the family when's your Hello? sister coming on what when's your sister coming on podcast She's been on. has she
1: yeah
0: <laughs> bye bye <laughs> what about M? I got, got m-a-dup or ma up
1: you got that one yeah well done but not Emma ned
0: not imagey ned
1: Ned. What is it that? What, what is it that you want to know? Oh yeah, I've got it now.
0: With tremendous thanks to Nicholas Hefner, without whom that episode would not have been possible. That was nothing to see here, with Darren and Stephen, the chilly, and Chili, Chili, the Chili episode. Thank you for listening.
1: Do you remember how excited you got because you? paid one pound 50 for something in the pound shop that blew your head do you remember you got a sweat on and a temperature and everything not only at the moment that you paid one pound 50 but at the moment that you recounted the story to me you were sweating your heart was palpitating and you you got very excited you were moist there was an authenticity about you so they also sent me which is amazing (laughs) Why are you laughing? This is, this is the beauty of our sponsor. They sent me the Trebly Douglas.
0: Sent you
1: the what? By the way, Arnold, I love you.